0: I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, six to nine a.m. Eastern, on wfmu.org. Flames twist, twirl, quiver, hues of reds, oranges glow, whisper warming sounds. (sighs) I'm making coffee, anybody want? Who wants coffee? Come and get
1: it! Who wants, you want coffee? Who wants coffee? anybody wants coffee? I'm making the
2: coffee! Greetings and good morning to you all, glisteners, be ye from Atlantis or sunny Gooch Street. My name is Scott, happy to be here with you on another Wednesday morning for another Wednesday edition of The Hit List. One guess, who's behind the hit? We're playing for you today. Donovan? You got it. You did get it, didn't you? Of course. Of course you got it. It's Donovan. He wrote a song called Hurdy-Gurdy Man. It's been covered by all manner of people. Uh, Steve Hillage of Gong has done it. Eartha Kid, of course, does a great famous version. Sound of Feeling did a version. Brick Smith from The Fall has covered it. Don't forget the Butthole Surfers. The one we're going to go with today is from Patrick Cowley and Jorge Socaris from their record called Catholic. Patrick Cowley was probably best known as the music director for Sylvester. He's Bay Area composer and synthesis and uh, remixer. He did some great Donna Summer remixes. Did a lot of gay porn soundtracks. Okay. Had a hit with a great track called "Menergy." Mary, Mary, Mary. Jorge Soteras, I don't know so much about.
0: That's sad.
3: Yeah.
2: But here they are together, singing Donovan's "Hurdy Gurdy Man" on WFMU's The Hit List. I'm Scott Williams, and I'll see you this afternoon at three o'clock on the radio. <laughs>
1: By
3: the tranquility. Twas then when the poetical melody man, he'll sing songs of love. The then when the poetical melody man, he songs of The melody girl, the just
4: Hey, what's up glisteners? It's Anna Royceman and I'm so excited to be back here with and another thing. Obviously, it's your favorite segment of the week.
0: Absolutely.
4: I'm here to talk about relationships today. I've been thinking a lot about relationships, maybe because I'm in a relationship. Okay. We recently celebrated, uh, made it to six years. Congratulations. I sort of like to think if you're in a relationship, you and your partner actually are allowed to add 10 years to whatever you call an anniversary, because if you survived a pandemic together, that's an automatic 10. So six, 16 years. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, to celebrate our anniversary, we decided to go on a trip. And we went on a trip together and all of these people, when you've been in a relationship for six years, all of these people think that if you go away, if you leave your home, you're gonna get engaged. And I kind of hate this. You know, it puts a lot of pressure on you. Yeah. I I said, I'm so sorry to to disappoint, but we're not going to get engaged. Why? Because you don't need to get engaged just because you've been with someone for six years and you decide to travel. Where? Somewhere outside of your home. It's, you know, society puts these pressures on us and it's just, we're beyond that. It's 2022, we're beyond having to get married because you've been together a certain time or you are of a certain age. I don't buy any of that bull anymore. We don't file our taxes together. You know what? What? (laughs) We still have our own separate lives and I like it that way. And I, and I and I think a lot of people like it that way. Me. And of course, my single friends thought, well, if you're not getting engaged on this trip, then why wouldn't you, you know, hook up with other people? <laughs> and that's, you know, another extreme. But if we were in an open relationship, sure. But we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not going to hook up with other people. We're just going to go and enjoy the trip. Just like people would on an anniversary trip. And honestly, it was so much fun. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh, my God. So I have to say, Point. if you are in a relationship and you're hitting any sort of milestone, it's on your terms. Don't let your friends or your family or anybody else pressure you into having to hit certain you know, accomplishments or certain milestones because they expect it. Okay. I think if you're in a relationship, you enjoy it for you, and that's what's going to make it the most successful. I honestly should be a dating counselor. I feel like that's what a, a job for another lifetime. But if you have questions, you know where to find me. I'm Anna Roisman, and I'll talk to you next time.
5: You ready? You ready? You ready? You ready? Now find that beat. There it is. Oh, yeah. That's good. Ho. Now stack, release, contract, release, contract, release. There you go. Smiling, smiling, smiling. Now to the pelvis. Front, back, front, back. Push it, pull it, push it, pull it. Yeah! There you go, the hips, sugar. Come on and shake that cute little booty of yours. Ow! Ha, yeah. Hup, 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 hup. Feel that beat. We're gonna play a little b-ball now. You, me, and all of us Jazzercizers together. Here we go. Yeah, gotta strut your stuff. That's good. You take it out, and in, ah-ha. All right, I do it again. That's nice. Again now, baby, do it. You gotta do it with us, yeah. It's fun. You're good. Feels good. (laughs) Okay, now's the time. You gotta get up and boogie with this, honey. Yeah. You gotta find that boogie body. Okay, that's good. Looks good. Feel the beat. Oom um, chica 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 um. now take it to the right find it feel it do it all right move your boogie, boogie body. body come on and shake all those right. hips move, move that boogie body, body. yeah right. it's okay move that boogie body. body come on take it up take it up right. take it down take it down take it up take it up take it, take it down take it up get out right. now here we go we're here oh, we're here to let you know well, if, if you want a boogie, get down on the dance floor. floor. Let's go! go. let Ow! Oh. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba! Circle those hips! Circle those hips! Go! Oh. Go! Oh. The bigger the circle, the thinner the waist. If you want a boogie, get down on the dance floor. Let's go! Let's go! Come on, find your I'll pelvis. Do. I know you've got one, and it's okay for to move service. it, for heaven's sake. Yes. Whoa. Feel that beat. Oh, are we going to do something so good for your thighs? You're not going to believe it. It's going to feel so good. Come on. Ho! Do to what? Do to what? Do to what? Do to what? Ow! Do to what? Do to what? 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 Yeah.
0: Let's take a minute to visit with Sam, the wake and bake morning music computer. Hello,
3: Clay Pigeon. How you doing this morning, Sam? Constipated.
0: Well that seems to happen a lot.
3: Oh No. What, Sam? It could be indicative of a more serious underlying condition. Oh, don't be a hypochondriac. I'm not. It's just that.
0: What, Sam?
3: I'm getting older, Clay. Me too, Sam. I'm not a shiny new computer anymore. Aw, Sam, you still get the job done. I do. You're the
0: wake and bake morning music computer, Sam.
3: And I am constipated.
0: Too many Twinkie Cyber
3: Nuggets. No. No? Those are no problem at all. You like? Them. Keep them coming, as they say. Keep them coming. <laughs>
0: you getting enough water, Sam?
3: Computers don't like water. No? We older models need oil. Oil. Down there, where the sun don't shine. Oh, you'd need to get looped up. Play. Right. I need to be looped
0: up. Oh, g- g- weird Gary
3: down in the basement. He'll loop you. Up. I don't like Weird Gary. Since when, Sam? Since he stopped using jerkins. Jerkins hand lotion? All of my oilers. Use jerkins
0: I oh, must miss you
3: Pale sickly carry down there in the basement with the worms and the moles and the chud Chud, Sam? Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers There's no chud in the basement, Sam That's what he thinks There are chud in the basement back behind the F-section In the F-section? Behind the fog hat and the fat mattress records. Chud
0: back there?
3: A family of them, all pasty and grueling, huddled in the darkness, waiting to come upstairs when no one's looking and forage in the kitchen. There's never much there. You're telling me? Right. They use the toilets, too. Chud? Absolutely. It's better than going in the basement. They do that, too, but Gary... Cleans it up? Most of it. Wow, Chud go a lot. I wish I could go like the Chud do.
0: Maybe I could lube you up, Sam.
3: You? I mean, and if Gary can't do it, use jerkins first. Use a little jerkins. Nice. Okay. Now, gently oil my pellet duct.
0: Okay, Sam. If you could just.
3: Better? Yeah, now I
0: can get at it.
3: He <laughs> <That tickles>. he <laughs>
0: Just a little more, Sam. Ha ha He
3: ho 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 Now, what do we do? You're all lubed up. We sit. We sit. <laughs> And we wait. And we wait. For the pellets to fall, to Rain. Okay. Play. Yes, Sam. It's happening. You're gonna make pellets? Lots of them. Here they come. Ah. Oh. The relief. Alright,
0: play a song, Sam.
3: Play. Yeah. Would you mind terribly? I'm not
0: cleaning it up, Sam.
3: That's part of your job. The worst part. It's happening again. Oh,
0: come on, Sam.
3: Oh, ah, yeah. ho oh, oh, ho oh, oh.
1: Testing one, two, three, four! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Testing one, two, three. Ah! Hello, Wake and Bake. Hello, Glisteners. Mr. Let's Pain here on the treadmill of success and multitasking possibilities that life brings us absolutely today I got all these figs. This summer it's hot and the figs are are busting a move and they're ready to be eaten and what do you do with all these figs? I've always liked fig newtons. We got the barbecue grill going up here right next to the what my uh my treadmill, 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 treadmill. Let's put some tinfoils on top of the grill. And then we're gonna take my figs, we're gonna cut the figs in half. Uh, longwise if you can. Okay, cut cut them in longwise there, and look at that. So beautiful. Look at that. Okay. And put that right on some tin foil, right here, on top of the grill. All right, not too hot. Don't burn it too much. We're just gonna we're gonna caramelize these figs. Okay. Okay. And let's cut up some some little mini baguettes, French bread stuff. Okay. Okay. I said. Make little like half inch to an inch kind of deal. All right, and put that also on the grill. Don't burn it now, just be careful. Put a little olive oil here and there, all right? Now, let's work on our painting here. We're four miles an hour here, and uh, let's try to paint some of the the fig that has been opened up. The beautiful fig that we have in front of us here. It is like caviar, summer caviar. Uh, Little dots, get little dots going on here with our oil paints here. Dots. Get a little white there uh, and try to get the... the variations of the color uh, sequences in there. Where? There. All right. Now let's let's get some uh, some garlic. Let's get some garlic going on and cut that up here if we can and break it up. You break that garlic.
3: Break
1: it up All right, smash that garlic and, uh, put this in a little mortar and pestle uh, thing and smash that up uh, and get a little pasty kind of quality. Smear that on the bread here. Disgusting. Uh, And then we're going to put some cheese, cream cheese on top of that here. Gross. Let's work back on the painting here uh, and get back some. We're doing it all. 4.7. Time is running out. Oh, no. That is it for us here at Let's Paint TV. We did it all, guys. Do it all. Stay safe. Stay out of the sun as much as you can. Until next time, it's a Let's Paint. Do it all.
6: Bye-bye. What's your first name? It's Marley.
0: Marley? It's hot here in New York City. It
6: really is. It's disgustingly hot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then pretty soon we'll be complaining about how cold it is.
6: Yeah, I'm getting my complaints ready early. So I work at an art store. Uh, I'm a barista also. A barista? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I do graphic design and I also do little cartoons. I'm constantly doodling.
0: Right. I found for me that when I was doodling in class or or in a meeting even, that I'm able to pay more attention.
6: Yeah, I'm the same way.
0: Yeah.
6: I think it's because, like, you're using a part of yourself that's intuitive and that makes your brain function better or something. Absolutely. Yeah, there's something to it.
0: Do you have a dream, a long-range dream for your life?
6: I want to have like peak freedom. That's my dream. To have complete control over my life and to be like I'm doing exactly what I want to do. You know? Understood. I'm not sure what that is yet.
0: I walk through this park and everybody's smoking pot. Yeah.
6: (laughs) Um, yeah. (laughs) Including you. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely a big part of New York, which I like. You know? It's like a chill vibe and also that's part of being free. Hey, man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah, man.
0: Are you a part of a, a a family here in New York? Your family live around here?
6: No, my family lives in Georgia, actually. They
0: do. Where? Yeah,
6: uh, Valdosta, Dahlonega, Atlanta. No, We're they at... live in Athens, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's like a small college town. It's it revolves around UGA, but it also has like a cool art scene. Like the B52s are from there. R.E.M. and Pylon too.
0: Is Which that is... what led you to, to to New York, just wanting to take it to another level of uh yeah. of art and culture?
6: For sure, yeah. Like, New York, exactly. Like, the culture is everything here. And I had been in D.C. for a while, so I just needed a change.
0: You so did you have somewhere to go when you came here?
6: Um, Yeah, I moved in with one of my good friends from home. It
0: helps, does it? Yeah, it that?
6: does. I needed, like, to know one person, you know, because that can be intimidating, like, not knowing anyone.
0: You seem like you have a good energy. Are you, uh, yeah. despite everything going on in the world, are you optimistic about the future?
6: Yeah, for sure. I think it would take a lot to not make me an optimist.
0: I'm kind of a glass half-empty guy, and my wife is, really? is the opposite. Really? I can opposite. tell that. You she, seem very <laughs> joyful. <laughs> well, uh, Awkward you've had some pain and some bad times, I'm sure, like we all have yeah. in your life. Someone who's, who's listening right now, and maybe they're suffering or going through a tough time, yeah. what could you say to them to lift them up a little bit today?
6: I guess that um, emotions are temporary, and that even the worst ones are still temporary. So if you're feeling really bad... It's
0: only for a short amount of time. I wish you a lot of luck.
6: Thank you so much, you too.
7: I wish my brother George was here. Whether they're whole roasted, julienned and sauteed, or grated raw into a salad, there's no doubt that carrots are some of the most delicious and nutritious vegetables you can grow in your garden or put on a plate. You
6: want some more carrots? Yeah.
7: And while carrots contain lots of beta carotene, which helps produce vitamin A, a nutrient essential for good vision, eating more carrots actually won't help improve your eyesight. Aww. And despite our prevailing assumption, they aren't going to do much to improve your night vision either. Ow. But how did all this hype about carrots and improved vision work its way into popular culture? I don't know. Well, it all began in the early days of World War II when during a food shortage, the British Ministry of Agriculture wanted people to eat more carrots since they were inexpensive and still plentiful. To do so, the agency released a statement informing the public that if they ate more carrots, They could prevent what was being called blackout blindness
3: I'm in the dark here!
7: or the difficulty people were having getting around safely during the country's blackouts imposed during the country's nightly bombings by the German Luftwaffe. In addition to this, Britain's Air Ministry was interested in preventing the enemy from learning that they'd begun using new technology called airborne interception radar which could be mounted on planes to help shoot down enemy bombers on nightly raids. In order to confuse the Germans, the Brits issued press releases stating that their pilots were busily consuming lots of carrots to give them exceptional night vision. Although the Germans probably weren't completely fooled by the carrot trick. I know nothing, nothing. Airborne radar briefly remained a secret Giving England a bit of an advantage. Absolutely. And during the war, the British government never disavowed the carrot claims to the populace, so the myth about carrots and supervision stuck. Carrots? Carrots!
1: Who,
5: what,
3: where, when? Who, where, where, what, where, who, when?
7: This is George for Wake Science.
8: Good morning listeners. This is Tim English with Sound Alikes. Today <laughs> we look at the Derek and the Dominoes song Layla from 1970 okay. and its similarities to a song called Time <gasps> written by Rita Coolidge and released in 1973 by her sister Priscilla Hi, y'all. and Booker T Jones of Booker T and the MGs fame. The summer of 2022 has seen the passing of several great actors best known for their portrayal of mobsters in the movies and on TV. These include James Caan, who played Sonny Corleone in The Godfather. What do
9: you think, this is the army where you shoot him a mile away? You gotta get him close like this, bada-bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber-league suit.
8: Tony Sirico, who memory played Paulie Walnuts in The Sopranos. What caused the decline? Your sister's ass. And two actors from the movie Goodfellas, Ray Liotta and Paul Sorvino. Uh, What am I going to do? What do
3: you want from me? I don't know what. I don't know nothing about the restaurant business.
8: Goodfellas is a prime example of how director Martin Scorsese uses contemporary rock music to aid in his storytelling. The long instrumental coda of Layla is used very effectively in Goodfellas in the scene where the bodies are turning up after the big heist at JFK Airport. Considered to be one of the greatest rock songs of all time. Absolutely. Lego was written by Eric Clapton as a song of unrequited love for the wife of his good friend, George Harrison. I'm cool. I guess with E.C. as a friend, you really don't need any enemies. Yeah. Derek and the Domino's drummer Jim Gordon shared co-writing credit on Layla because he was credited for the long instrumental passage at the end of the song, which is our focus today. Okay. According to several reliable sources, including his Derek and the Domino's bandmate Bobby Whitlock, Coolidge was the true author of this piece and Gordon failed to credit her as he should have as an author of Layla. Coolidge would go on to enjoy a successful career as a singer, having hits with her cover of Jackie Wilson's Higher and Higher. higher. And Boz Kags were all alone. Gordon was one of the most prominent session drummers in all of rock music, having played on albums by the Beach Boys, The Birds, and John Lennon. Gordon's life went off the rails due to an undiagnosed case of schizophrenia and he was convicted of murdering his own mother in 1983, a crime for which he is still in prison till this day. Gordon is also the drummer on another track used to great effect in Goodfellas, what? Harry Nelson's Jump into the Fire. Promising a happier story for next time, this is Tim English with Sound
0: firefly lights on a branch he, he lights and it turns on his phosphorescent vibrating bulb his horrible first bulb pulsating sending out into the night its sickly yellowy light and the gnats recede gnats recede
3: Lightning bug leg
0: dangling and hair twitching and poking and touching skin the lightning, lightning bugs poker is poking again Firefly a light your brilliant display disperse your secret war sequence broadcast by your glowing throbbing hinds and me. Out in the weeds In the dark Behind the, the bowling alley No, 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 no. Long after Long after closing Time when All the bowlers Have gone home When their shoes Have all been sprayed And their beer Has lost its foam <laughs> Then I'm out here on the prairie in my memory. Yet I can't remember that <laughs> old English peat cakes when <laughs> the laughter at first and the tears that come later. <laughs> hear the fireflies thrum. Hear, hear him thrum. Him. Here he comes. The rodent squeaks. The firefly speaks. The firefly is telling me to, to walk, hear him talk, yes, is yes, telling me to, to walk on through the weeds. You would too, you would too, if the firefly beckoned you. And now the lightning bug dominates head-leg jutting. This tortured sound on its side. On the ground, which mm-hmm. had been baked brown By the sun, the lightning ball said Boy, run So I started to run mm-hmm. through the weeds just, just as fast as I could But the deed had been done By a fly's head in the back of the head then. Run, here they come, son Here they come
9: Welcome to Waking Weird. I'm Mark Moran from WeirdNJ.com, and today I'm coming to you live from the boardwalk of beautiful Ocean City, New Jersey. Founded by Methodists, Ocean City is a dry town. Aww. No alcohol is served or sold anywhere. Really? It's famous for its saltwater taffy, boardwalk surrey rides, wandering mummer minstrels, What's up? and its annual baby parade. Run. You might not think that such a happy family resort as this is a place that you'd find a haunting, but it is. Run. The landmark Flanders Hotel was built on the boardwalk in 1923 and named after Flanders Fields in Belgium, where poppies grow over rows of graves of American soldiers who died there in World War I. Somehow it miraculously survived a devastating fire in 1927 that destroyed 12 blocks of Ocean City's waterfront. The elegant Spanish Mission Revival-style hotel could compete in services and appointments with the finest hotels in America, so perhaps it's no surprise that some guests are reluctant to check out, even after they've shed this mortal coil. (laughs) The resident ghost of this grand hotel is known as the Lady in White, but her name in life was said to have been Emily. Emily is believed to be the spirit of a woman who died here in her early 20s, who still wanders the corridors of the massive hotel in her bare feet. Some say Emily was the girlfriend of a World War I doughboy who never returned from Europe having been killed in the trenches seems to be a pretty cheerful apparition though who appears and disappears into walls and mischievously plays with door locks. For years guests and staff have reported swinging doors and light bulbs unscrewing and seeing the train of a white gown disappear around the corners of the corridors and she's been heard merrily singing and laughing in the hotel's hall of mirrors. There's even a large framed portrait of Emily that hangs next to the fireplace on the Flanders' second floor. In the painting, she stands beside a piano wearing a white dress with long flowing brown hair and wearing no shoes. Her presence is so accepted at the hotel that they've even named their restaurant after her. So the next time you're strolling the Ocean City Boardwalk, stop into the grand old Flanders and pay a visit to Emily, Ocean City's spirited lady in white. <laughs> Reporting for Waking Weird from Ocean City, New Jersey, I'm Mark Moran. A beautiful day at the lake.
0: Thanks for letting me have a marshmallow, Daddy. Now you remember what Daddy said, Tubby. Just one marshmallow, Tubby. But we've got a... Whole bag of them, Dad. I want a marshmallow, Daddy. Cindy, Cindy. Give Cindy the marshmallows. Tubby, Tubby. Yeah, give them to me, Tubby. Have as many as you want, Cindy. But I only got one. Oh, Tubby, be grateful you got any marshmallows at all. Tubby got a marshmallow. Just one malformed marshmallow, Cindy. Dad said I could have the misshapen one. Well, I don't know who else would want it, Tubby. I want mine to be perfect. Tubby. I want a normal marshmallow. Go through the bag. I won't do go... Don't, talk. Tubby, go through the bag and select a couple of perfect marshmallows for Cindy. I want the biggest ones. You better do as he says, Tubby. How about this one? That's too small, Tubby. That's too small. Find a bigger one, Tubby. What about this one? That one's too big, Tubby. Yeah. Give that one to me. Give it to Daddy. We'll give it to your father, Tubby. Okay, here, Dad. Delicious... Daddy's talking with his mouthful. Daddy does whatever he wants, Cindy. Can I have this one? No, Daddy. No, Tummy. That's a good one for Mother. Your marshmallow, Tubby. You did have your marshmallow, Tubby. But well, we've got a whole bag. A lot of children in this yes. world. A lot would, of children would, would be, be damned, grateful to get that. Damned happy to, to, to eat, eat a, a misshapen marshmallow, Tubby. I don't want a malformed marshmallow. Okay, kiddie marshmallow. I can, <laughs> oh, Tubby. Be a man. Please be a man, Tubby. Be a man, Tubby. But I'm a kid. Though. Days are coming to an end, Tubby. Let me tell you, they are over. Have a Daddy. I don't want to be a grown-up. None of us do, Tubby. I do. I enjoy being in charge. Daddy's in charge. I just want a marshmallow. You've had your marshmallow, young man. He's no young man. He's a misshapen marshmallow. And now to be one. now he thinks he can be picky. No marshmallows for you, Tubby. They're all for me. I want too Cindy, <laughs> stop laughing at me. No marshmallows, Tubby. Not until you're eighteen. I'm going swimming. Oh, it's a hot day, Cindy. I think I'll join you. No, but that water's freezing. Get in the water, Tubby. You can't just sit around eating marshmallows, Tubby. But I can. I don't know how to swim, Daddy. Only one way to learn, Tubby. He's never taken lessons, Don. I one, me, Daddy. two, <laughs> three. <laughs>
10: Hey, it's Naughty Now, and today I'm talking about is the Earth flat or not? <laughs> so, first of all, do you think it's flat or not? I don't know. If it's flat, then what is up on the edges? Maybe it's like dragons or like a black hole or something, or the mantle or the cruft. Um, and what's on the bottom? Actually, I think on the bottom is the other side of the Earth, right? I think so. Could be. So, it's round. Wait, that didn't make sense, hold on, no. That would be look like it's round. Well, no, it's not round. Someone please tell me, okay? Because I know, grown up, you still think it's flat. They're called flat earthers. But seriously, is it flat or not? I mean, the Milky Way, I guess, is flat. Wait, is it? I'm not sure. Wait a minute, what if all the other planets are flat too? For example, Jupiter is flat, Neptune is flat, Saturn is flat, Pluto's flat. Wait, Pluto's not a planet, Never mind. Wait, what if? Everything was flat. Like y- the, your house, your dog, your your cat, your animals, your, you. No. Well, let's talk more scientific. If, if the earth was flat, then it would've broken mine out. Like, like a cookie or a plate or a piece of glass. But since it's never broken, that proves it's not flat. That's a good argument. Also, you could just walk straight until you go to Japan and see if you fall off the edge of the world. Human sacrifice.
0: Uh, Forgot how steep these basement
3: stairs are. (sighs) Jesus. Is that you down there, Dink?
0: No, it's a bogeyman, Rademaker. Thought you might have been a burglar. I'm a lawman, Rademaker, not a burglar. Hi, Rex. What are you doing? I'm talking to Dink. He's down in the basement. Who is it, Rademaker? Hi, Dinky. Connie's home, Dink. Is that you, Connie? <laughs> Hi, Dickie. What are you doing in the basement? It's where his girly magazines are. Quiet, Radamaker. Have you got girly magazine? Hidden, Connie. Dickie. No, I ain't got no girly magazine. Why else would you be in the basement? Oh, there's pipes down there, Rex. Important sewer pipes, Radamaker. Would you Rex. stress out no. <laughs> with your. With his I came down to the basement to. To what, Dowdy? Doing something dirty. No, I ain't. just lying. Doing nothing dirty. Well, then come up and eat, Dinky. That'll bring him up. What'd you make, Connie? I brought home a bucket of KFC. Bring me a wing, Connie. It's TFC. TFC. Oh, you got the Tennessee. It's Tennessee fried chicken. Chicken, yes. That's a bargain brat. Corporal Sandbag. He's the mascot. Animated cartoon. Corporal Sandbags. Tennessee fried chicken. Hustle made down a we ain't got it. Come up here and get it, darling. Shut up, Rex. Come Dickie Dicky. <laughs> She's coming gone. And isn't life that way? One moment you're on a rocket ride, right. straight to the top, and you're there for a while until one day you drop. It. And all of those friends, who were there for the good times, (laughs) who were there (laughs) for the liquor, and there for the coke lines, they're gone nowadays, nowhere to be found, whether far, far away or six feet in the ground. Little you is left hanging around All spent and disheveled There is only the sound of your breathing Your seething They are not around You could use a few boxes Bum or a drink, and you want to get straight, but your brain cannot think, and your hands start to shake. Try Tolliver Trout Shack on Peabody Lake. What were you doing in the basement? I was what? I was polishing my trombone. <laughs> you haven't got a trombone. Hold on a minute. What's the trouble? Off Save it, Speeder. <laughs> uh. I had dreams of being a what? jazz trombonist. Jazz? God, don't tell Rademacher. <laughs> You've been listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Good. Yes. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, You're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you. Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They called me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show. Either on the radio or online at wfmu.org and keep glistening.